What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's funny about your dog story is that I had started recording it as the opening of the show and then had to stop the recording so that I wouldn't use that as the opening of the show. Instead, (laughs) me telling the story of the story is now the opening of the show, but the story itself oh is not God, the opening God, of the show. I'm so glad you didn't. So, of course I'm so not. Glad that's in the vault. That's the vault. That, that's in the vault, yeah. I have that's it. That's in the I vault. Have 30 seconds or whatever it was, but it is not making air. I, all of you listeners out there who are like, what are they talking about? Yo, sorry, we got a show today. Sorry. Oh, Phoenix! <laughs> hey, yo. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Here comes the big dog. This is my yard now. Acknowledge me. It is a beautiful Wednesday afternoon, and we welcome you to another edition of the Babyface Heel Podcast, because there are two sides to every storyline. My name is Greg DeMarco. I'm the heel. Patrick O'Dowd is is the babyface in peril this week, because he's not here. He won't be here next week either, because that's just how how crazy his, his work schedule is. And Miranda Morales is stuck in the middle between one person, which doesn't really make any sense. But whatever, it's wrestling. doesn't have to make sense. Forced to be the referee, the peacekeeper, the tweener, and free to choose sides as she wishes. The Babyface Heel Podcast is part of the Chair Shot Radio Network, which you can find at your favorite website, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. The show also streams on all of your favorite podcasting platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and so many more. So like, subscribe, leave us that five-star review. As I said, my name is Greg DeMarco. Follow me on all of your forms of social media at ChairShotGreg. That's Facebook, that's Twitter, and that's the Instagram. Patrick O'Dowd's not here, but what the hell, he could use a follower or two. You can find him at Wrestling Realist. It's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist, and there is one in Patrick for the Wrestling Realist. Patrick O'Dowd. And the last, but most certainly not least, we have the Pop Punk Princess, the Queen of Soft Style, and the Twitterless Heroine, which means you can only find her on Facebook and Instagram at the hashtag Miranda. That is the one and the only Miranda Morales. Oops, wait, wrong one. There we go. Car, bitches! That was a good one too. They're both really good. I was going to do the hey yo, but you're holding the microphone now. What happened? I know I, I because it's too far away from me. 
Okay. I just because and also like that's what Scott Hall did. He grabbed the microphone. That's hey true. yo. I'm just trying to live the gimmick, brother. So if you can't tell, we're already all over the place. This is a very special week here on our trifecta of programs as we are bringing all three programs together to bring you the hashtag Miranda and Greg DeMarco. Super such good shit show nine part two. Pal, part one wow. was the Wednesday morning edition of Chair Shot Radio. This is part two, as Miranda and myself come together to bring you this quality podcasting as only we can. Part one this morning, we talked about CM Punk and his likely return to the world of pro wrestling as part of AEW Rampage this Friday night. We are continuing the biggest wrestling weekend of the summer with this program, giving you who should win and who will win of WWE. SummerSlam. And we'll be talking about that in America's Playground Las Vegas and what's going to go down on that show. And then we'll talk some NXT as well as a little bit of Impact Wrestling slash AEW on the Hashtag Miranda Show, part three of the Hashtag Miranda and Greg DeMarco Super Such Good Shit Show. Nine, pal. It's a mouthful, but that's why I have to say it. Don't worry. When you hit the Hashtag Miranda Show, I'm gonna. it's just going to be a jumbled mess. So... Uh, it will have like five different names and it's all out of order. So you can expect that on the hashtag Miranda show this week. And why not? I mean, at that point, why not? Wild card, bitches! But this is the Babyface Heel podcast. We're going to talk to you about some SummerSlam. But before we do that, Miranda, let's get into two things. Two, because we've got less than two weeks until... One very specific wrestling show. Yes. After this weekend of, of WWE and, and other events. And then, of course, we got some t-shirts to sell. So you're better at that stuff than I am. So why don't you take it away? Yes. Uh, well, we have IZW Wrestling, or IZW Presents Grand Prix Impact Zone Wrestling uh, right here in, not here, here. Uh, but in Tempe, Arizona, at Sun Studios of Tempe, uh, that is Saturday, uh, August 28th uh, for Grand Prix. Our tag team tournament will be happening. Uh, the teams have been announced, and we will have all of those matches, uh, plus much more uh, at Grand Prix. Also, we've had the announcement of the student showcase, Nothing to Lose. It's going to be happening earlier on in that day. Uh, Nothing to Lose starts at 3 p.m. Tickets are available at $10 for Nothing to Lose. That features uh, students from uh, three different wrestling schools, of course, uh, off the ropes, uh, the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center and the Al Snow uh, Wrestling Academy uh, in Colorado. So a very unique student showcase of students from multiple schools coming together for Nothing to Lose. Uh, and of course, Grand Prix happening later on that night uh, with uh, the VIP matches starting at six and general admission doors starting at se- opening at seven thirty. Tickets are still available. That's right. So you have two events that same day, uh, two shows, and two separate tickets. Keep that in mind. Two separate tickets. Not just getting one ticket is not going to get you into both shows. 
But um, uh, so much uh, ahead. A very, very stacked day on Saturday, August 28th. Greg, can you let our listeners know where they can find information on uh, IZW? The best way is to head on over to any one of our social media platforms at IZW wrestling az that's at izw the word wrestling and then az our state we've got links all over the place for that as well uh issues with the website however if you were to go to izwwrestling.com even though you'll see some old information there's still a link to what's called our box office that will still take you to all of our available tickets including nothing to lose including grand p pre so you can get there that way too and i know some people have even recently because I've they've told me they have, but if you head on over to at IZW Wrestling AZ on any one of your forms of social media, you will find all the links you need right there in the bio, right there in every single post, and that will give you what you need to get your tickets to both Nothing to Lose Saturday afternoon and IZW Grand Prix Saturday night. So check it out. It's going to be a big day, a long day, but a whole heck of a lot of fun, which is exactly what we do for the IZW family. So come on out. Have a good time. And it, it's, it's weird, but things, it's, 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 um, the summertime is very different in terms of what happens and, and what we do. But we're nearing that time again where you got to get your tickets fast because they are starting to dwindle. So, yes, going to yeah, be gone the soon. Past several shows have been sold out. And so you don't want to be that person that misses out um, on especially two great events. Again, uh, nothing to lose is, is a brand new concept for IZW, um, something very unique for the state of Arizona and such a fantastic showcase of talent from three different states all in one. And Grand Prix, again, you have the tag team tournament. Matches have been announced, um, some really great matches and talent announcements um, for Grand Prix. And uh, again, you know, tickets always tend to sell out, uh, whether it's weeks before, days before, whatever it may be. Don't don't take any chances. Just don't take any chances. <laughs> Go ahead and buy your tickets now for Grand Prix and nothing to lose. Saturday, August 28th, just a few weeks away. That's now, true. if you are not in the state of Arizona and you can't come to travel to uh, CIZW on the 28th, well, we got a way that you can still support IZW and thechairshot.com. But in order for me to tell you about that, Greg, I'm going to need you to do me a favor. And what's that? Wind it up. It's time! Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own IZW and ChairShot.com t-shirts. Yes, you heard it right. You can get both your IZW and ChairShot t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. There you're going to find over 25 different t-shirt designs, which you can customize by color and style. Yes, you know what that means. I've told you once, I've told you twice, I've told you a million times that Go get your shirt in soft style. It is comfortable. It is pleasant. It is stylish. It is you. Yes, yes, yes. Going for it. We are by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up our t-shirts today. There you can also find the queen of soft style shirt. You can find the hashtag save tag team wrestling shirt. And you can also find the everybody hates Greg shirt. All of it there at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot so go ahead do it today if you can't come to izw grand prix or nothing to lose go ahead and get a t-shirt and if you are going go ahead and get a t-shirt 
because you'll want to be wearing the merch there. That could also help you get tickets to the next IZW show if you are wearing an IZW shirt. So really, I, I told you everything that you need to know. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. That is ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. So this Saturday night, an off, um, not often used night for pay-per-views for WWE, unless it's a takeover or in, say, you know, the past two years of WrestleMania. But still, we're not really used to having a one-night pay-per-view for WWE on a Saturday night. But we have it this Saturday night, SummerSlam, coming to us live from Allegiant Stadium in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, past few SummerSlams have not been stadium shows. It'll be interesting to see if this continues. I think it might, but... Either way, it is time for SummerSlam, and what we're going to do is what we always do. We're going to go down the card. There are 10 matches. Uh, we're not going to sit here and preview each match, but some preview will come out as we tell you who should win and who will win each one of those matches, um, and we will kick things off, Miranda, with the Raw Tag Team Championship as AJ Styles and Omos will defend their championships against RK Bro, Matt Riddle, and Randy Orton Miranda. Who will win, or who should win, and who will win for the Raw Tag Team Championship? That's a good question. So we definitely have seen the, you know, reunited uh, RK Bro back in action. It's a very strange dynamic, but I feel like, uh, what tag team that Randy Orton has never been a part of that had a strange dynamic, you know, like there's always some, some tinge there. Um, uh, but I, I know that they've been high on this team for quite some time. Um, and so I feel like, you know, the fact that just as they are reforming, they automatically get a tag team title shot to me leans towards what I believe who will win. Um, I don't know if there's a who should win in this case. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't feel compelled by either team very much on who should win. I get, you know, AJ Styles and uh, uh, almost have been, you know, uh, an odd couple of sorts, but also been really great, I'm sure, for almost to, like, be under that uh, – the wing of AJ Styles to have a tag team championship run. Um, but I feel like now with the story coming back around to Riddle and Randy Orton, you know, they're probably going to play the story up by having them become the uh, raw tag team champion. So uh, sure should win. I know who probably will win and that's Randy Orton and Riddle. So to me, who should win it really depends on what in the hell we're doing with Randy mm-hmm. Orton and Matt Riddle. Is this a WrestleMania feud? Because if this is a WrestleMania feud, then they should win. Because we've got tons of time between now and WrestleMania. If this is not a WrestleMania feud, then they probably shouldn't win because they're going to just break up and feud anyway now. 
So it depends on how far we're taking this. Does WWE see money in taking Matt Riddle from a comedy character to a more serious character and doing that from August until April with, with WrestleMania on the horizon there? So to me, I lean towards the latter. I do think they see this as a long-term deal, and I do think they see this as an opportunity to turn Matt Riddle, who is crazy over, into a big single star for WWE and to use Randy Orton to do that. So you're going to try to draw that out and get it to, say, WrestleMania. Maybe that thing breaks down in the Rumble because Orton loves to break things up in the Rumble. Um, and, and maybe Riddle will beat him to the punch. Who knows? So I'm going to say who should win is Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, which then also gives AJ Styles and almost the breakup that they probably need at this point as well to, to move yeah. in and, and go their separate ways and maybe even split up in terms of brands once the brand next brand extension or next brand draft actually happens. So I'm going to say my who should win and who will win is also Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, um, although I could be convinced otherwise. Next up, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championships as we watch the Usos fight Dominic and Rey Mysterio for the 4,337th time on WWE programming. But this time it happens on pay-per-view unless they move it to the kickoff. Because why not? You always put the Mysterios on the kickoff. The Usos this time coming in champions defending against Rey and Dominic Miranda. Who should win? Who will win? Man. Um, you know... The fact that the Usos are the tag team champions are kind of all that you need to know. You know, I thought the Mysterios had a good potential to have a longer run, um, but that lasted fairly short. So as far as who should win, you know, I, I think my heart would tell me that the uh, Mysterio should win. I felt like there was much more interesting storytelling and opportunities and back and forth that they could have. Cause you don't have a whole lot of baby face tag teams anyways, but you know, much more potential for heel tag teams for them to go against. Um, so I feel like long-term there'd be more interesting storytelling and, and back and forth or just opportunities for teams by having the Mysterios win. But at the end of the day, this all roads lead back to Roman and having this family unit be as powerful as they are with the Usus being the tag champions is what I think helps. I don't think it needs very much of it. Roman stands great on his own, but I think it does add a little bit of umph having the Usos as tag champions. And I feel like that is going to be the direction that, you know, the company is going to continue in. So as much as I'd like to say, I want the Mysterios to win as far as who will win, that's going to be the Usos. Acknowledge me. It is really all about Roman Reigns in this match. Like he is, is, is the tribal chief. He's the head of the table. He's also, his character is basically a mafia boss and the mafia boss is never alone. They always have people doing their dirty work for them. Remember, he's the one that brought the Usos back together. He had the smirk on his face when they all embraced. To me, this is uh, to continue this story. And you want this to be a really long-term story. It makes no sense to take the belts off of the Usos right now. So to me, who should win and who will win are both the same answers. And it is both Jimmy and Jay, the Usos. Next up, we have the United States Championship. And according to the odds, this is the one title that probably will change hands on the show, according to the odds makers. And the more they know, right? It's fictitious. But it is Sheamus. In case you forgot, Sheamus is the United States champion. He is defending his championship against Damian Priest in a one-on-one match at SummerSlam. So um, we'll, we'll see how personal bias affects this one for Miranda Morales when she tells you 
who should win and who will Well, win. I don't say personal bias. I've never necessarily seen I appreciate Seamus, but I've never seen him being a big deal. So, you know, and the fact that, again, like, just as you said, we've kind of forgotten about the United States championship hasn't necessarily been defended that much, hasn't been on TV that much. So I think it's a great way to shake things up as you head into SummerSlam, I mean, into Survivor Series slash the rest of the year. And I do think that, you know, um, Sheamus did have some great matches and contendership, like with Humberto Correa, like that could have been much more of a, a longer storyline, but they, you know, took that in just a few weeks of raw and got done with it. You know, um, same thing with Ricochet at the same, like, I just feel like you got to spice things up. You got to, you got to change things up. Now, could this be enough of a story where maybe Sheamus retains and we lead into, into maybe your survivor series for this? Yeah. I could see that happening too. But, you know, uh, right now we've been talking about all these titles that are going to probably stay in the same hands. I think you do want to have one title change hands uh, for it. So, I mean, the bias somewhat is there, but I also feel like there's enough of an explanation to, like, hide the bias. You know, I'm very open about my biases, but I think, too, this will be a great opportunity and rub for Damian Priest. They got to start building new stars. They just have to do that. And, you know, they haven't necessarily had a lot of great success with some of the, the previous attempts. I mean, we haven't seen much with a, uh, Apollo Crews after, you know, and, and he was a, the person, I think, before Seamus to hold the United States Championship, right? Who else had it? He a, would be on SmackDown. Riddle. He was Riddle. the Intercontinental Champion. Huh? He was on SmackDown. He, he's the Intercontinental oh, Champion. Oh, he was the Intercontinental Champion. He was Intercontinental Champion, yes. yes Seamus yes, yes. won it from Riddle. Riddle, yes, yes. Okay, I just go back and forth. Jesus Christ. Anyways, uh, and and yeah, I think that you have to really start building your newer stars. So I think it's a great opportunity to do that. And yeah, I'm, I'll just put it out there: who should win, who won't win? Damian Priest. And and I, you know, luckily for Damian Priest, he came up to Raw or SmackDown, you know, this year. Because if he was still in NXT, he probably wouldn't be working for the company anymore. But he is uh, obviously where he belongs now on the main roster and, and is doing great things there. And it does make sense to me. Like Sheamus is on the tail end of his career. Uh, I, I had no problem with him winning the title. I had no problem with him even coming out of WrestleMania still as champion or with that championship. But by the way, Apollo Crews did win, did hold the United States championship briefly last year. He lost it to Bobby Lashley, who lost it to Riddle, who then lost it to Sheamus. Okay. So. So, so Apollo okay, Crews so did I'm hold crazy. it. So there was a was just yes, I but I you know a year ago, but he did hold it. Ago. It was just a year ago. But he did, and I think that was one example of someone who they wanted it to to excel and and be successful in that reign, and it just didn't quite click. Indeed, and he won it from Andrade. It's just crazy what the world is like. Crazy what the yeah. world is like right now, but. Um, but I do think it's time. Like, I think we got to just go down the lineage of like who beat who for it, like just over the past year and be like, how insane is that? It doesn't take you long to get to the name Ricochet. So yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy, but, um, everybody listening forgot Ricochet was the United States champion, but we digress as we always do here on the super such good shit show version of the Babyface Hill podcast. I, I think it's now or never for Damian Priest anyway. And, and yes. I do think he should win. And I think they go ahead and do that. Seamus loses nothing by losing. Nothing. Hasn't Absolutely lost nothing, nothing by losing in damn near a decade at this point. And for for um, for Damian Priest, it just makes total sense. Like, let's see what we can do. Let's see what we have in Damian Priest. And if it doesn't work out, he probably is about on the streets. Who knows? But 
I think it's time to find out what we have in Damian Priest. Next up, with his compadres banned from ringside, Jinder Mahal will go one-on-one with a familiar foe, former partner, now foe, that is Drew McIntyre. Miranda, who should win, who will win between Drew McIntyre and the Maharaja, Jinder Mahal? I mean, I don't know if this is just uh, an old school thinking or just kind of thinking about how much the company has put their, you know, trust and faith into Drew McIntyre. I think who should win is Jinder Mahal. I think he should win. I think that that adds so much layer and depth. They've already been doing this feud for quite some time. And I think that he is slowly getting on the cusp of building his way up to being a top heel again. Um, And I think they will start to need that soon when you have say, you know, uh, if Damian Priest wins the United States championship, I think Jinder Mahal would be a perfect foil for that. You got to build that up. And so I think that would be a perfect opportunity to do that by winning this match. However, you know, they love Drew. Drew is, you know, one of these top guys still. And maybe they're going to be closing the chapter on this feud soon. I don't know. But, you know, the way to do that would be a definitive win over gender. So I would say that who should win is gender, who will win is Drew. Yeah. Huh. 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 Hey, yo. I knew I'd find the hey, yo before the show was over. And I did. It really depends on what we're doing next, right? Drew McIntyre, I've long believed, is headed to SmackDown whenever the draft happens. It just makes sense, right? He had this major build on Raw. He's going back over to SmackDown. He's going to have this crazy long feud with Roman Reigns. All of it just makes perfect sense. So are we? is he going to continue to tread water between now and then? Are we going to set him up for one last program with somebody else than Jinder between now and then? If so, then it makes sense for Drew to, to win. If not, then if we're going to drag this out until it's time for Drew to go to, to SmackDown, then it makes sense for Jinder to win here. The stipulation that Veer and Shanky are banned from ringside, that lends itself to one of two things. Either Drew in a clean one-on-one environment has no problems beating Jinder, as Drew, the former world champion, should be able to do. Granted, Jinder, also former world champion, but hey, um, you know, just saying. But at the same time is, uh, you know, or does it lend itself to Jinder finding another underhanded way to win? Mm-hmm. Maybe even a random one-off appearance by our favorite Bollywood boys. Who knows? Right? Who knows? But to me, I'm kind of in the same spot. Like, I feel like Jinder Mahal should win this match because... Actually, yeah, Jinder Mahal should win this match because I don't think they have anything else for Drew McIntyre between now and the draft, and this feud's going to continue, and the best way to have it continue is by having Jinder go over. So Drew McIntyre finds a way to lose, or maybe Jinder finds a way to win. Either way, who should win and who will win, and it, you know, I love to say it, even though I have real reasons for it, is none other than Jinder Mahal. We shift gears now to the women's division. We have a one-on-one match as Eva Marie steps into the ring with Alexa Bliss. Miranda Morales, who should win, who will win? The question is, should I care? That's not a question, but yes, it is a very good question. Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess they could have fun with this as far as who should win. Why not Eva Marie? You know, why not? I I don't I don't see who, who what the point. I don't think Alexa loses anything by losing. 
And I do think that if they've invested this much time in Eva Marie, why not give her a win? How that win happens, I'm not sure. But, you know, why not? Who will win is Alexa Bliss because it is Alexa Bliss because, you know, she's still one of the most popular and formidable, you know, women on the entire women's roster. There's some shenanigans at play now with Dewdrop. So that could absolutely be a factor in it all. But, you know, I mean, if we're having fun with it, why not give Eva Marie the win? But at the end of the day, it's very to me, it's fairly obvious that that Alexa will win. To me, I think Alexa should win, all right? If uh, Alexa will win, that depends on a rather odd factor that that I can't get out of my head. Is is she really done with Shayna Baszler? Is that whole thing really just over? Like, like, I mean, that's a good point. If we see a return of Shayna, we, we haven't see a, seen yeah. Shayna, Shayna in quite Baszler some time. Like, I'm not done with you somehow put but i feel like if we get that we're gonna get that on the raw after yeah not at SummerSlam. so i think that she could easily still get a win over uh uh uh, eva marie and that thing could be done with for a while and because you still also have the dynamic between eva marie and dewdrop and that's still boiling too so maybe that's where the next feud comes in and but if we see Shayna baszler she's gonna pop up on raw she's not gonna pop up okay um, then then with that information i will say who should win and who will win is none other than alexa bliss next up one-on-one action very highly anticipated matchup as edge wrestles seth rollins miranda who will win or who should win who will win this one's hard because i don't feel like anybody loses you know like i don't feel like edge losing is a bad thing i don't feel like seth losing is a bad thing you know if anything it's the story it's the history that has gotten people really enthralled with this and it's the characters that have gotten people interested so everybody wins is really the way that I view this, you know, I, I don't, that's really hard. I, and I don't even know who should win, to be honest, because there's both reasons why they should win and why they should lose. You know, like, I do feel like maybe for, gosh, it's so hard. Cause I don't, I, at the end of the day, honestly, I don't think either of them lose anything by losing, you know, maybe a little bit of edge, you know, because of, of the comeback and, and really needing a strong win because Edge hasn't really, he hadn't won any of his matches against Roman Reigns, but I think this would be fairly definitive. Um, but I also think same thing with for Seth Rollins to continue being such a monster heel and um, being such a, a, a strong heel on, on the SmackDown roster, beating a legend is going to be a cap forever that he would always talk about. So, um I don't know. I just I think who should win is Edge. I do think he needs a definitive win. I do think that this would be good for his comeback. Who will win? I guess I'll go with Edge. I think they're going to give him the feel good moment and have him win, even though he already won the Royal Rumble this year. But I mean, again, this is just off the top of my head. I I don't. I feel like we all win by just having this match on the card. I agree with you. So back in two thousand and eight. The Undertaker and Edge main event at SummerSlam in a Hell in a Cell match with no titles involved. In fact, the titles weren't even in the top two matches because John Cena wrestled Batista that night, also in a non-title match right beforehand. Um, just so you guys, just just for everybody know knowledge that the champions at the time were Triple H and CM Punk. So, but that was 2008. I could make an argument, despite the fact that Roman Reigns is on the card, that this could be the main event 
of SummerSlam. Like this thing goes back years. Like yep. Edge threatened or Seth Rollins threatened Edge's life. Yes. And it was an amazing moment in the career of Seth Rollins. And it's been brought up. Obviously, they're not going to ignore it. They're, they're too good of, of a set of storytellers. If they were to ignore it, well, they would be one thing. Johnny idiot face. But they're not. And that's why they're not going to ignore it. I think that my personal preference is really because there is no winners and losers in this match. So for me, who should win is personal preference. And to me, who should win is Seth Rollins. Like Seth Rollins should Ooh. get the win over Edge. I don't know what's next for Edge. I don't know what we have planned for Edge. Probably more of Edge and Seth down the line, just because that's what we do in WWE. And where else do we go? Why not? Uh, you know, I mean, that that's the the beautiful thing of it, too. This is so good. I'd watch it again. Yeah. Plus, I real despite the fact of the way they're aligned, we're getting Roman and Seth at some point. We just yes. are. And and so I think maybe this it doesn't it might not even be in a major pay per view it might be in in one of the off pay per views who knows we're getting Roman and Seth and it's going to be the best Roman and Seth match we've ever seen because of where both guys are at right now in their careers so for me who should win is Seth Rollins but I just can't shake the feeling that Edge is gonna win so I'm gonna say who should win is Seth Rollins but who will win is Edge so that's what I'm going with in this match but either way. I think this will be the best match of the night, and I think that it's going to be a whole hell of a lot of fun, and I'm very excited to see it. The Raw Women's Championship will be defended in a triple threat match as Nikki Ash, almost a superhero, will defend her championship against both Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Tell us what you think, Miranda. Oh, gosh, this one's hard because I always get it wrong. I always get it wrong. I never say LOL Charlotte wins. You know, and I have my own reasons, you know, this is I the time, the doubt. right? This is this the is one, the time I, but you know, I, I, we talked about kind of the experiment that is Nikki Ash winning, cashing in her money in the bank contract and winning and, you know, has the experiment so far been successful? Eh. You know, I, I feel like that's, it's still very lukewarm and I don't know if, if it hasn't really after the first week. You could see it kind of dying down. So the fact that I don't know if they, you know, again, the the beautiful thing about baby faces is how great they are as underdogs and how they are chasing, you know. So I feel like maybe you go back to that. Maybe it was too soon for Nikki Ash to to cash in that contract. Um, and it's very hard to deny, you know, giving Charlotte that opportunity to win in such a big, uh, in a big stage like that. So. You know, I I do think that they should try and keep it on Nikki a little bit longer as far as who should win, but I'm gonna do it, Greg. I've learned my lessons too many times. I burnt my hand. I, I've I've made the wrong choices uh, for quite some time, but today I'm making a change. And who will win is LOL Charlotte wins. And before I tell you that LOL Charlotte wins, we are going to take a very quick little commercial break. Once I find the commercial sound bite, there it is. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com. I think the person who should win this match, first of all, Nikki Ash is, 
she's a character they can have for, for years to come already. Like, like she really is. That said, um, you know, it kind of came out of nowhere. It was her idea. She had pitched a gimmick, whatever, and it worked. And, and, and I think it's, it's, it's great, but God, the person who really needs to win here is actually Rhea Ripley. Like she has Ooh. come up and, and I, you, you reacted with Rhea Ripley because she was almost an afterthought, right? Like even though she did just yeah. get a win on she, Monday. She feels, she's been feeling like an afterthought. Yeah. And, and that's, and she's super young. She's got tons of time left, but I feel like she needs this win on this stage. Even though she just got it at WrestleMania against Asuka, then Charlotte came back and she's Charlotte Flair and it sort of took away a little bit. So I do think Rhea Ripley needs the opportunity to get this win. And and maybe we can even get a Nikki Ash Charlotte Flair feud on on the long run. My gut instinct is, of course, LOL Charlotte wins, right? It's always LOL Charlotte wins. It's when always in doubt, LOL, LOL Charlotte, Charlotte wins, wins, Greg. Take it from me. I've been wrong many a time. I am going against my gut and telling you that wow. who will win. Uh, so you're going to just Ash. leave me hanging here? You're no. really going to leave me hanging I'm here? I'm going to leave you with the opportunity to be the one who was right. If I'm wrong. And if Charlotte actually does win, but I'm saying Nikki Ash is going to retain and we're going to continue this story for a while. Maybe she loses it on Monday. Who the hell knows? But I think Nikki Ash is going to retain at, at SummerSlam and continue her miraculous run as the raw women's champion. Now, of course, there's a lot of doubt right now. People are worried that the next match won't even happen because they were both canceled off of house shows this weekend. I believe it was probably a precaution of some sort. Maybe somebody got exposed to something along the way, and they're just trying to play it safe. Um, so I think the match is still going to take place. But we do have the SmackDown Women's Championship being defended as Bianca Belair defends against the boss, Sasha Banks. Miranda, who should win? Who will win? That's a good question. That's why um, we do this. Hmm. I I don't know. Ooh, this is hard. Um. Mainly because you just you wonder what's next. They could absolutely do this again at another pay per view. Maybe go through Survivor Series, but how as to who is the champion? Because really, you know the the smack the SmackDown women's roster is still fairly thin. You haven't really established any you know big contenders recently outside of Bailey and Sasha Banks. Um, you know, I do think that both women have really set the stage for great title reigns. And I think either way, you're going to have a, a strong champion come out of there. Um, I, I'm very torn as to, I, I feel like they have enough momentum to continue Bianca Belair as champion. Um, I just wonder who would be next, you know, who, who would be the next opponent, as you've been mentioning, it depends on what the future looks like, how future booking looks like. Um, but I also think the chase would be very interesting to do that again and have Sasha Banks as the the champion and um, maybe put in a third competitor, almost like we are seeing on Raw, to help create a different dynamic going into it. So, um, but I'm gonna, I'm probably just gonna play it safe. I'm gonna say who should win and who will win is Bianca Belair. I think she will retain, and maybe a third person still comes in. Again, they have time to move this to Survivor Series, which that could be where we see something change as far as you know title reign but i think for now uh i feel pretty confident in saying bianca's gonna retain you know normally the calendar goes has hell in a cell after SummerSlam, and of course this year hell in a cell was before SummerSlam because of the thunderdome because of whatever reason 
And this feels like something where Sasha would win and then we blow this thing off in Hell in a Cell. But that's not what we're getting, obviously, because Hell in a Cell has already taken place. Granted, they could bust out the cell for a non-pay-per-view or non-Hell in a Cell pay-per-view match, whatever. But I – Sasha Banks, to me, is is one can be one of the biggest stars in the company. Not that Bianca Belair can't, but Sasha Banks has been doing this since before WrestleMania 32. And we just had 37. So she's been up yeah. on the main roster for over five years. And Bianca is is being built. I think this is where the company decides to see what Bianca does after she loses. And, and that's something that is very telling for WWE as much as we all love Bianca Belair. So, and not only that, but for Sasha Banks to become one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time, to approach that Charlotte Flair level that I believe she can, I think she needs to win on a stage as big as SummerSlam in Las Vegas in front of 47,000 people. So I... I'm going to say who should win and who will win is the boss, Sasha Banks. Bringing us to the last two matches of the evening, both of your world title matches, the WWE Championship. Bob Lashley defends Bob. against Bill Goldberg. Bob versus Bill. Bob and Bill. It's pretty, Bob Bill and Bill. And Bob. I actually watched uh, Bob Lashley's uh, Broken Skull session. I haven't seen it. Is it good? Uh, it's actually very interesting. Good. Very interesting. Super smart guy. Like incredibly smart and well-spoken. More soft-spoken. The the thing that he talks about is the man loves to fight. You know, he loves to fight. He can fight any style. He's a dangerous, dangerous man. And I love that. I do think that this is almost a resurgence too for Bill Goldberg. Like this has been just the right feud for him where it's against someone that for a lot of people know, you know, uh, spoiler alert, Bob is going to win. Bob Lashley is going to win. He should win. But I feel like it's reached the right amount of tones and storytelling where you do have a little bit more sympathy for Bill Goldberg, where you are kind of cheering for him, where you do look at Lashley at a different light. And this is exactly what I think both parties wanted with this. I think Bob wanted to come into this a little darker, a little meaner, and a little bit, uh, you know, different as like this is his time that he's worked his ass off to get to this time. And no one, especially Bill Goldberg, is going to step in his way. And I think Goldberg, you know, has something to prove, you know, his legacy and his, um, you know, his, his star power has really faded. And every match he's been in the WWE, you know, over the past few years has, I think, diminished that a little bit more and more. This could be the match that helps re-elevate him and make people remember how great he was. Um, so I feel like all the components and elements are there, but Bill gets nothing out of winning. And I think he knows that. I think it's more about giving him a good match and a good opponent than it is about winning a title. And I think for Bob, it's about really establishing his uh you know his um his reign his dominance and also as someone who's establishing he is he is the the standard now he will be you know the 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 wrestler that people talk about years down the line just like you know we talk about bill goldberg yeah i god i can't imagine a world where goldberg wins this match no, like, what? And not only that, like, Why? when does he defend it? Because he only has two matches a year. Yes, exactly. He's revealed in terms of I his mean, contract. Like, like, he already yeah. had one match this year. He lost at the Royal Rumble. Like, sure, they could pay him more money, but they want to get eyeballs on the product. They want to turn heads right now. They want to move the needle. 
this ain't the way to do it. Who should win and who will win is Bob Lashley. There's, there's Bob. no two ways about it. It's Bob. It's Bob. And if it's Bill, then, you know, all my pandering that WWE should give me a job someday is actually true if they're dumb enough to have Bill win this match. It is Bob. Bob is it's winning. Bob. Bob should win. End of story. We're talking about the Universal Championship, the head of the table, the tribal chief, Roman freaking Reigns defending his title one-on-one against John freaking Cena for the Universal Championship. I mean, this is going to be the main event of the show. It's going to go on last. Yes. There's no two yeah. ways about it. It, it's it's Roman's yard now. This is my yard now. We all acknowledge him. Acknowledge me. And he is wrestling John Cena. Miranda, who should win this match? Who will win this match? Hi. Will John Cena get number 17 on Saturday no. in Vegas? No, he won't. You know. But this I this is I feel the same way I feel about Edge and Roman Reigns, which I or Edge and um Seth. And I didn't think I'd ever think that but we all win with this match why not you know i mean i think that this has been a great build it's been john cena coming back to his company his ring and trying to get roman to respect not him not only him but the business and and roman has evolved you know roman has evolved beyond giving a shit uh, about anything and anyone and it is just magic it is just magic and the promo work has been really great between the two. Um, I'm very interested to see how in ring they, you know, interact and how things have changed, uh, especially for John Cena um, since he, you know, last wrestled. But um, I mean, this is all about Roman. We started this conversation talking about it's all about Roman. We're going to end this conversation about it being, uh, you know, all about Roman. Very similar in the tone of Bob and Bill. Um, you know, this is when is to continue to cement Roman Reigns legacy as champion as the new uh, standard bearer of the company the new top star the new legend the new everything and how do you do it by wiping out the old guy by getting rid of the past and making yourself the future so i mean i i could see value in john winning i could see this being a longer term story but I think time-wise, this was just a great way to bring John back into the fold for a little bit. He'll peace back out, maybe come back again one day. Who knows? But then this has also been great for Roman Reigns to have a opponent now in between to then set up a longer storyline with someone else, you know, on the current roster. So, uh, you know, I think that this checks a lot of boxes off as the purpose is intent. But also, you know, I don't think... I don't think we're getting that that big rain from John Cena quite yet. So who should win? Who will win? Roman Reigns. Acknowledge me. Yeah. If you haven't listened to Roman Reigns' recent interview on the Pat McAfee show, it took place this past, well, I think earlier this week. Maybe. No, it was last week. Because it's only Tuesday. It was like the middle of last week. Go back and find it. It's such a good interview. Because Roman's in basically in character for the interview. And... He talks about John Cena, and and it's really funny the way John Cena's promos in this whole feud, honestly, I think have sucked. I know everyone thinks they're great and whatever, but saying that Roman's tired and that Cena needs the cup, Cena needs to save the company, like no one even believes that at this point. Like, no, I mean it's still it. kind of hokey. Like, oh, how yeah, I don't like chased it. away. I don't like you know, Dean Ambrose is like I f- I feel like there's been ways that they've been trying to hit each other below the belt, and it's been right. kind of more silly than yeah. entertaining. But. Uh, but also, I, it's still pretty bad. I still, 
Roman's I, I interview, it, I think... this is what I'm getting at. He talks about John Cena and he's so complimentary towards John Cena, but isn't the best way. He basically says, look, we love to have John Cena open the show. Get the crowd going. Get everybody ready. But I'm the main event. And John Cena's trying to invade the main event, and he don't belong there. And and I'm going to send him back to the opening segment. Like, it's really amazing to hear how he talks about it and, and everything. Like, you know, because right now Roman opens the show. Roman closes. You're like, SmackDown, as good as it is, and it's a really good show. You should watch it. Um, it's very formulaic. And, and the formula that they've been using right now has just worked. But it, it's very, very formulaic with, with the opening and closing segments, typically featuring Roman Reigns. Um, but to me, there is no doubt in my mind, just like Bob winning, Roman should and will win this match as well. And the best thing this company has been doing is how they've handled Bob and Roman. Like that's the best thing they've done. They've handled Bob and Roman so well to where both should still be champion come WrestleMania time. Bob will probably then lose to Big E if it doesn't happen before then. Roman probably still wins at WrestleMania. Like, you need to get as close to a Bruno San Martino-like run with Roman Reigns as you possibly can. Yes. Obviously, you're not going to get to eight years, but you you need to get as close to that as you possibly can. Who should win and who will win is the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. Acknowledge me. And with that, we are going to close up shop here on this week's edition of the Babyface Heel Podcast. It is the hashtag Miranda and Greg DeMarco. Super such good shit show nine part two, pal. We appreciate you listening, being a part of all of this. Miranda, where can they buy t-shirts? At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Absolutely. At IZW Wrestling AZ. Find your IZW tickets if you're local. Or if you're not local and you want to make a drive to beautiful Phoenix, Arizona in August. Because who doesn't? I mean, come on. Who doesn't? It's great. The building's air conditioned. Don't worry about it. Yeah, air conditioning. Indoors. Need that. Need that for sure. Again, this show is part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can listen to at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Follow us at Chairshot Greg and at the hashtag Miranda. We will be back next week to tell you what happened, tell you what we thought about it, or cover any of the big major stories here in the world of professional wrestling, or maybe do something completely opposite of that. You just never know what you're going to get, but the only way to find out is to be right here next Wednesday when you listen to the Babyface Heel Podcast. So until next time, For Miranda Morales, I am Greg DeMarco reminding you to always use your head. I don't know what to play, so I'm just going to play this random song right here. Play it. Dead man walking. You've done it now. Look, I I have no idea. That's literally just what I found. Why do you have that? Uh, we probably used it for something. The Undertaker did retire last year. And, and but I don't even think we used that. I don't remember. I don't you don't know. We might have. That's the way that you play the game. I was blindsided. Things will never, ever be the same. Has anyone ever heard this much of that song? I doubt it. No. No. Just said always kicking assholes ass.
song. That's a line in the song. Is that always kicking assholes ass? We've made it to the end of the song. Somehow we've made it to the end of the song, and now we've made it to the end of the show. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 